Welcome to another Voice of Business. I'm Executive Editor Dave Nordman, joined as we always are with Tim Murray, CEO and President of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Thanks. Good to be here. Um, uh, lead us, uh, lead us off. Um, you know, um, what do we have for us? Uh, well, I mean, you want to thank the sponsors and no, go from there. You absolutely. Gotta, gotta usually, usually we, uh, we we thank our sponsors who make the show happen, and that's yeah. uh, Fidelity Bank uh, as well as Worcester Regional Airport, and uh, they help make the segment with the Telegram as well as the whole show happen that we we do work together with you on, as well as Hank and Ben at uh, Talk of the Commonwealth over at eight thirty a.m. But uh, speaking of, of Worcester Regional airport and one of the things that we have uh, rolled out i believe it was here probably close to a month ago dave is the chamber in partnership with the worcester regional airport massport uh, uh, congressman jim mcgovern lieutenant governor polito but we kicked off a really in-depth study that we really encourage anyone who flies even if you've never flown out of worcester airport but uh, if you have or you haven't as a leisure traveler or a business traveler Please go on to WorcesterChamber.org. We've got a very uh, easy survey for you to do. It takes no lo- no longer than five minutes. Uh, if you fill it out, you become eligible to win four seats to the, the, the Chamber's box seats at the Worcester Red Sox, which will start next, uh, uh, next April in 2021. So there is an incentive. But we are looking to collect over 1,000 survey responses that then we will share with Massport and their route development team uh, and that they'll share with the airlines prior to COVID that were flying out of Worcester Airport, JetBlue, Delta, and American Airlines, as well as airlines that are kicking the tires at Worcester that have been. So this information is extraordinarily helpful uh, in that effort. And so we encourage people to go on to WorcesterChamber.org, very easy, convenient survey for you to fill out. Yeah, I I went on. You know, 18 questions takes less than five minutes. Uh, First question, how often do you fly from Worcester Regional Airport for either leisure or business purposes. So it's just those general sort of questions. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and we just want to try to get as big a sample as we can. And uh, that just shows that people are taking it serious. And we know, look, the airport prior to COVID-19 was showing continued momentum with JetBlue, then American Airlines and Delta adding flights and others that were on the horizon, clearly, as it has with every airport across the globe and across the country, the COVID-19 health and economic crisis has had a tremendous negative impact on leisure hospitality in the airline industry but we know at some point that's going to change and we want to get Worcester back to where it was in the airport uh, survey will be a piece of that puzzle yeah I mean talk about it as being a piece because you know uh, as we've mentioned here uh, numerous times the airport you know uh, being uh, successful and seeing a revival in, in a period before COVID and um, so what is the uh, sort of the, the future and where does this survey kind of come into that yeah, I wish I could predict the future, but yeah. I know I know this much, Dave. That um, you know, if we have a strong sample size in, in terms of you know people wanting to know what's worked well, and I suspect you're going to get good feedback. Don't know this for sure, but on the JetBlue experiences to Florida and to I mean, it was specifically Orlando, Fort Lauderdale. But you know, if a whole bunch of people say in that survey, we want to go to D.C., you know, maybe that plays a role. Or people say back, you know, 
15 years ago, Worcester flew to Atlanta, and there's a strong response to that. All of those are helpful. Uh, airlines are going to be reconfiguring how they deploy assets, route lines, and things. So having that information not that's not anecdotal but real is only going to help keep Worcester in the conversation as airlines look to come back and think about we're deploying assets. Yeah, and many of these questions, I mean, they're, they're personal questions as far as like individual travel, but also some pertinent questions to uh, businesses who travel as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, connectors, you know, long flights, uh, you know, uh, connect direct flights, all these things. So we encourage people to go on WorcesterChamber.org and fill that out. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. As the voice of local business, the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce works hard to foster a dynamic environment of entrepreneurship and economic success. Our members benefit from a broad portfolio of services, including advocacy, economic development activity and programming efforts. Is your business a member? Check out more at WorcesterChamber.org or on social media at Worcester Chamber. Okay, we're back. Executive Editor Dave Nordman from the Telegram Gazette joined by Tim Murray, CEO and President of the Regional Chamber of Commerce, Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Tim, uh, making the transition from the airport uh, to your uh, your business after hours and uh, some awards that you're um, you're about to give out. Yeah, this is one of my favorite chamber events of the year. You know, we do 200 events, programs and events a year. Uh, this is kind of a mix of, you know, what is our monthly business after hours, a chance to go to different venues around the central mass in the city. Uh, might be new restaurants, uh, museums, uh, you know, that, that, that open up different venues. People get together after work, socialize, do some networking. This is a, a mix of that. We also are, combine this with a, a chamber award ceremony. And every year we recognize a cross-section of our businesses. And uh, serendipitously on this one, Dave, our sponsors for the radio show, Worcester Regional Airport and Fidelity Bank. Well, Fidelity Bank is the sponsor of this business after hour and award ceremony, along with Atlas Distributing, who's our supporting sponsor. But we recognize a number of businesses in various categories, uh, and kind of really, you know, get to talk about what they do and how they're having impact. And we also give out for this this ceremony our annual Silver Hammer Awards, which are for uh, historic preservation and redevelopment of properties. And usually there's sometimes one or two, but with all the development that's been happening in Central Mass, uh, this year we're going to give out uh, about five of them. One, uh, we're going to give to Lamoureux Pagano, which is a longtime chamber member business, for their work uh, as the architects on the Shrewsbury Public Library, which was a renovation and addition. And we're going to present that silver hammer uh, in conjunction with Karen Chapman, who's the CEO of the Corridor 9 Chamber, because you've got Lamoureux Pagano, which is a member of both, uh, and then the Shrewsbury Public Library, which is in the Corridor 9 uh, territory. So we want to uh, bring in our, our colleague in that regard. Uh, Trinity Development's got a lot of attention for the courthouse lofts that they're doing, the old Worcester County Courthouse, which is going to begin leasing this fall, magnificent historic rehab both inside and out, and we want to uh, recognize Patrick Lee and Jim Keefe and their team for the work there. Stearns Tavern, the Telegram has covered that in a lot of detail. Over 120 businesses and organizations have contributed money, time, uh, and materials to the, the preservation of that historic tavern. Uh, that uh, award is going to go to the city of Worcester, Preservation Worcester, and uh, uh, 
Seven Hills, which uh, is a group running the programming there. And Seven Hills is a really important organization in the region that provides services to families and individuals with, with various challenges, and they do a great job. So we're excited about that. And then uh, over in the Webster Square area, some, some work underway, Galaxy Development, Botany Bay redeveloping the old creative paper site into housing. But uh, over on James Street, Bob Mura and his company, R.W. Mura, are doing uh, a whole historic rehab of the Worcester Wireworks uh, along James Street, and we're going to recognize him. And then Ed Russo, uh, the developer of and owner of Lock 5, but also Russo's Italian restaurant right down the street. Uh, they've done a, a rehab of that restaurant in the, in the basement uh, area downstairs with the wine cellar and, uh, you know, making that building uh, reflect kind of the historic character and some of the history of, of, of not only the Russo family, but uh, Italian uh, restaurants uh, in the city. And so we want to give them a, a Silver Hammer Award. And then we have some other different categories. Uh, our Entrepreneur of the Year goes to Alicia's Homemade, who makes various spices and rubs that people can put on their food. The Small Business of the, of the Year to an anchor in the Pleasant Street neighborhood. Uh, Pickle Barrel is getting our Small Business of the Year. Our Chamber Volunteer Award, our Ambassador of the Year, goes to Neil Man- Manchester. And then our Chamber Advocate of the Year. Someone who's been there supporting the chamber. This really should be the chamber advocate of the decade. <laughs> it's going to go to D. Moskis, who's yeah. uh, been a great chamber board member, foundation board member, and a former city ma- uh, assistant city manager under Franny McGraw. Uh, your CBD store, another Webster Square retail business. Joe Cohen was a, a legendary retail business owner and business advocate. We named that award after him. Family-owned business of the year goes to the Golchensky family. You may not know who they are, but they own nothing but cakes. The franchise, I think it's only one of a couple in New England that opened up over at the old uh, White City in Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury or over the bridge. Uh, and they've been great to the chamber and been really involved, and that business is growing. Uh, minority-owned business of the year, Fisher Contracting Corporation. They've done work on the courthouse lofts that we just talked about. They've done work in the ballpark uh, for for. Uh, College of Pharmacy, but a, uh, a longtime Worcester family and, a, and a, a business that's growing and expanding that uh, has been very involved with the chamber. And then lastly, Flexcon Company is getting the Robert B. Kennedy uh, F- Business of the Year. The Flexcon got a lot of uh, attention, appropriately so. They quickly adapted some of their manufacturing processes to produce uh, personal protective equipment, donated much of that. The McDonough family are uh, very generous in this community, and Flexcon employs a lot of people in Central Mass out in Spencer, so we want to recognize them and for all they do on a regular basis, but this year in particular stepping up to help with uh, personal protective equipment for a number of our companies and hospitals here locally. So it's, it seems like an awful lot to fit into an hour and a half, Tim. Well, it's tight, and we move it along to try to keep it fun, but uh, yeah. you know, all well-deserved, and uh, you know, we're going to be doing this virtually this year, which is a little bit different than in years past, but it's a, it's a fun event, and uh, you know we and we, we enjoy getting together in person. But this year we're we're taking that extra precaution, and uh, nonetheless we we want to recognize these great members who add so much to our local economy. So you want to register online at WorcesterChamber.org? Yeah, again, WorcesterChamber.org, a great opportunity to go on there for our programs, events, or our help uh, that we have, and and then we're going to have later this month our Game Changers event which is going to be a four-day uh, seminar, if you will, 
uh, focused on issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And that uh, is also on our website at uh, WorcesterChamber.org. We're going to have a keynote speech on Monday at 10 a.m. on October 19th. Tuesday and Wednesday, also at 10 a.m., we're going to have two panels talking about how companies, individuals can build cultures that are welcoming to diverse populations and supportive of them once they're in the workplace. People sharing their experiences. Some of our members uh, in, in the minority community talking about their experiences, what worked and what's not. And then we're going to close out on Thursday with our keynote speech, which will be Patrick Lee, who is the founder and one of the owners of Trinity Development that's redoing the courthouse. Uh, who has worked in Boston City Hall, has built a, co a company that's known for its culture and diversity and, and uh, just a great place to work. And he's also the leader in bringing the Major Taylor Museum to Worcester uh, as a part of the Court Lofts project. So a lot uh, to do, but, but we think a really important and timely subject for our game changers. Yeah, so, so lots going on uh, in a couple of... Uh a uh, couple events that I, I saw on the Worcester uh, Regional Chamber of Commerce website was uh, uh, Alex uh, is uh, is part of that uh, manufacturing roundtable, I think, is on Friday, which is another great event. And uh, the, the event that we talked about uh, last week, which was the, uh, the Worcesterpreneurs <laughs> Forum as yeah. well. October 9th. So if you're a young entrepreneur or an immigrant entrepreneur or just have an idea about maybe I want to start a company, what do I need to do? Just please join us on October 9th. And you mentioned uh, our Manufacturing Roundtable is meeting this Friday, October 2nd, which is National Manufacturing. And we're going to have... Um, uh, someone uh, from Flexcon, uh, uh, St. Cobain, uh, uh, sponsors that uh, to talk about manufacturing, how important it is to this region, and what we can do to support it. So all of this information is on Worcester Regional or WorcesterChamber.org. But just kind of recap, we have the business uh, networking after hours on Thursday with your big awards, the manufacturing roundtable on Friday, Worcesterpreneurs uh, the following Friday, and then... Uh, we have uh, down the road the Game Changers event, uh, which is, a, uh, I believe, a four-day event, right, Tim? Four days, 10 to 11.30, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and beginning that. October 19th. And again, we've had a lot of our members reach out in light of the Black Lives Matter movement and, and the, the, the murder of George Floyd and, and just to say, you know, how can we build a culture? How do, can we do more? How can we be better allies? And this is about how to do that. And then, I mean, uh, then right at, right after that comes the power of women, and you just keep it rolling. Yep, 200 programs and events a year, <clears throat> doing some of that virtually this year. Um, so, uh, but people, people are, you know, making the transition, and we're doing the best we can with it, and people are responding. Awesome. That's Tim Murray, CEO and President of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Uh, this is another edition of Business. Um, thanks for joining us, Tim. Thank you. All right.